meeting life and serving life of a Christian should come out of their daily life. Without a proper living in our daily life, everything else collapses. This week's episode of the Living to Him podcast is taken from fellowship given by Brother Andrew Yu on February 2nd, 2008, as a follow-up to his initial speaking on being vitalized for a normal Christian life and service. Here, our brother was burdened to help us get on the right track in the way we live. In addition to Brother Andrew's speaking, two brothers give a short word of introduction to this burden. If you would like the full audio, you can always find it at livingtohim.com. I don't think this uh, burden was initiated by any single individual, but by a group of brothers um, churching in Anaheim and in Cyprus uh, who wanted to respond to a word that was shared on December 29th by Brother Andrew and Gerald, who challenged um, those who graduated from the training and those who are working to have a vital living. And um, we felt that... um, that word that our brothers sounded out wasn't just a burden, a yoke that we have to bear, uh, in addition to many other things that we need to do. Rather, to us, it was a challenge, an opportunity for us to have a fresh start and a new beginning. And we felt it was a real privilege um, to be in that meeting, and we wanted to circulate the burden widely. So... um, We ourselves had some fellowship amongst us, and we wanted to have some brothers to share with us their burden. And to me, um, as I was considering and praying for this time, um, what makes this fellowship very distinctive is these two matters. Commission and commitment. On the one hand, we receive from the Lord a commission. Um... And Brother Andrew used this word that we need to take the ownership of the Lord's recovery. This does not mean that we assume leadership in an administrative way in the church life. Rather, we consider the Lord's recovery our recovery. Not just the recovery of the elders or the co-workers, but our own. And in this matter, I was reminded of this verse in Acts that David served his own generation. And we feel that it is time for us to serve our own generation. And um, in this matter, we'd like to just make ourselves a corporate living sacrifice to the Lord. And here comes the second word, commitment. We felt that on the one hand, we received this commission from the Lord and from the ministry and from the blending brothers. On the other hand, we make specific commitments to the Lord and to one another. Um, that is, we make a vow to the Lord that we will be vital persons, uh, such as having a scheduled life, pursuing the truth, um, having a fixed times of prayer, handling money in a sanctified way, and setting aside a day or two to preach the gospel and, and to care for the new ones. And we felt that we can do this in our vital group setting, um, in our small groups, that we give ourselves not only to the Lord, but also to one another, that we would check one another, and we would be willing to be checked by one another, so that we would really make a difference in the church life. Our just feeling is that 
Um, we'd like to have a new beginning, no longer having a routine church life. Uh, no longer are we served by others, but it is time for us to serve others, including saints and sinners. Amen. So we invited our brother to share his burden with us uh, so that we'd release, release, receive this burden and share the burden and go on <laughs> together in a fresh way. Amen. Saints, this fellowship is not just for full-timers, ex-trainees, serving ones. But as we, some of us began to meet and pray, we began to realize there's a real burden here for those of us in the ages of roughly of 20 to 40. That after we begin our jobs and get married, become a mom, it's very easy for us to get very busy doing a lot of things, even for the Lord. But what about our living? And particularly here in Anaheim, those of us who are here in Anaheim, of course there's here many from other localities, it's very easy, isn't it, to get lost in the shuffle, to feel like you're drifting, even to feel like you're leaking some things. But we want to encourage each other this morning that we all can live this vital living. This living is necessary. It's practical and it's possible. Even for moms, even for dads, we all can live this way. And so our prayer, our burden this morning is that all of us, not just some of us, it's not just for an elite group of spiritual so-and-sos, but that all of us would enter into this burden, that the Lord would have mercy on each and every one of us, that day by day, together, we could all as companions pursue this matter to gain Christ together and live in this reality for the body of Christ. Okay, I'm not interested in getting another meeting going because there's a lot of meeting trainings, conferences. What I'm very burdened about is to get us on the right track in the way we live. And, you know, Brother Nee's book, The Normal Christian Life, that life talks about how we live. And so um, I'm not uh, interested in how you meet. I'm interested in the way you live, 24 hours, seven days a week. And that's what I like to help all of us because our uh, meeting life and our serving life comes out of our living, our personal life. And if we don't have a proper living, then everything else is um, on top. is just collapsed. You, you have to start building from the bottom. And so I like to uh, impress you and then help you. Impress you first and then help you to get onto this proper living. And some of you were in the training, some of you were not in the training. But uh, you get out of the training and it's very easy uh, that you face a different set of challenges and then you don't know how to face that challenge. And then you hope that one day you'll get out of that environment. Well, you don't get out of that environment. You overcome in that environment. That's the way, that's a spiritual principle is, you know, you don't get out of a situation you overcome in that situation. You become an overcomer in the midst of the satanic chaos. All right. So uh, let's 
let's uh, focus on this. Um, brothers, sisters, how, how, is, how is your Christian life? Um, are you living like a vital person? That's what we're talking about. And that's what we want to uh, help every one of us to get into. Now, uh, what I'd like to do is to read with you a portion from Brother Nee's uh, book. And I got it passed, printed out. And uh, how about this? We divide into four sections. One section, read one paragraph. Okay? Uh, but before we read that, we really need to read Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. All right, let's uh, read it together. Well, I actually read from verse 1 to verse 4. Therefore, we ought to give heed more abundantly to the things which have been heard, lest perhaps we drift away. For if the words spoken through angels prove firm and every transgression and disobedience receive a just recompense, how shall we escape if we have neglected so great a salvation? which, having had its beginning in being spoken by the Lord, has been confirmed to us by those who heard, God bearing witness with them, both by signs and wonders, and by various works of power, and by distribution of the Holy Spirit, according to His will. Now this book is written to the Hebrews. The Hebrews are those that have crossed the river. They have something behind them, but they are not yet... Um, they have not yet achieved what is before them. And in that sense, that's all of us. That's all of us. Um, We know something, we have heard something, but then we come to a crossroad. And for some of us, we've actually gone through the training. And so we're real Hebrews. So let's uh, read this message. Uh, We'll start from this group first. Exercise your spirit. Read one paragraph. And then after the paragraph, if I have something, then I'll add to it to share with you, okay? The book of Hebrews contains various passages of warnings. Every time there is a word of warning in Hebrews, we can find an important teaching immediately preceding or following the warning. In this book, there are five or six warnings. The passage we read in Hebrews 2 comprises the first warning. This warning is placed in between chapters 1 and 2. What does chapter 1 cover? Chapter 1 is on glory. What does chapter 2 cover? Chapter 2 is on shame. Chapter 1 is on God, and chapter 2 is on man. Chapter 1 is on glory, and chapter 2 is on suffering. Chapter 1 tells us who Christ is from eternity past to eternity future, while chapter 2 tells us what he has accomplished in time. Chapter 1 is on his person, while chapter 2 is on his work. In between these two chapters, we have a word of warning. Okay, what is that word of warning? We just read it, and uh, I want to impress you with two words. One is, it says, take heed. Well, that's a warning. Another says, lest you drift away. And that's also a warning. So, take heed. All of us need to take heed. And all of us have the danger of drifting away. So, that is the warning. 
And that warning is based on the fact that there's two great revelations, one in chapter 1 and one in chapter 2. So in the Lord's recovery, we talk about the high peak of the divine revelation. That's a great revelation. But with every revelation, there is a responsibility, and that's what the warning is. And that is, you got to do something. You, 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 you know, to whom more is given, more is um, asked of. Okay, then all of you here, second paragraph. First, we must be clear concerning the teaching and the background of this book. Before we study the first warning in Hebrews... Okay, stronger. <coughs> We must briefly mention the ones to whom this book was addressed. We know that the book of Hebrews was written to the Hebrews, and a group of Jews were saved. They understood the things concerning the Old Testament, the temple, and the worship in the temple. At the same time, they also knew about the New Testament and the worship in the New Testament. They had known Christ and believed in Him, received Him, and were saved. Now they had both of the above things. They were Christians and not outsiders. This letter was not written to the Gentiles, nor to those who had never known salvation. This letter was written to those who knew salvation already. They were not unbelievers, but Christians. The word Hebrews is very meaningful. It means river crossers. The first Hebrew was Abraham. Abraham lived first on the east side of the river. Later, he moved to the west side. Because he crossed the Euphrates River to the west side, he became a Hebrew. Hebrews means the river crossers. The book of Hebrews was written to the river crossers. It was written to those who had given up something behind them and were pursuing towards something before them. They left the former world behind. And following God's word, they journey on to a new place. God wrote through the apostles to the Hebrews who had forsaken the world and who were standing in a new realm. They were like us who had believed in the Lord Jesus, who had denied the former world, and who are standing today on a new ground and in a new sphere. This letter was written to this group of people. So whether you admit it or you don't admit it, you are the Hebrews because you have believed in Jesus Christ. If you have not believed in Christ, you're not a believer, you're a Gentile, then you haven't crossed any river. But at least you have crossed the river by professing Christ's name and uh, leaving the world behind. So this book is written to all of us. All right. But uh, the problem with the Hebrews is that they got stuck. They got stuck. And that's a problem with some of the working saints. All right. Third paragraph. Exercise your spirit. It is very interesting that such a warning was given to this group of people. Therefore, we ought to give heed more abundantly to the things which have been heard, lest perhaps we drift away. This is the first warning. It was given to the Hebrews, the Israelites. Behind them was one world, and before them was another kind of life. God issued a warning to this group of people through the mouth of the apostles. This warning also tells us what the present danger is. The danger is to drift away. 
Today we will study this warning in detail. It says that we should give heed, and that if we do not give heed, there is the danger of drifting away. This warning is needed because there is the danger ahead, the possibility of drifting along with the current. The result of drifting along with the current is to miss so great a salvation. Why do we have to give heed? It is because this great salvation has been accomplished by God already, and we have to give heed lest we lose it. We have to give heed because there is a possibility of missing this great salvation. Who is behind this great salvation? It is God, the Lord, and the Holy Spirit. They have distributed it to us. Okay, what I want to emphasize in this paragraph is behind us was one world. Before us is another kind of life, meaning another kind of living. What kind of living are you living? That's what we're talking about. You know, there's、uh, in in the、uh, Bible there's three kinds of living: living in the、uh, in Egypt, that's before you're saved; living in the wilderness, that's after you're saved but wandering around; and then living in the good land. That's different kinds of living. It doesn't talk about just the meeting; it talks about how you live. And that's what we're talking about. You know, you、uh, confess to be a Christian, but now have you entered into that kind of living? And with that before you, then you un- got to underline the word danger. So there's a danger for all of us. There's、uh, this da- not the danger of going to hell. That danger is gone. But the danger of what? Of drifting, drifting away—that's the danger. The danger now for us is not going to hell. The danger for us is that we lose this living. We just die in the wilderness. We, we, we remain in one kind of living. We haven't gone, step on, move on to another kind of living. What I call the vital living. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.